Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, hardworking, <laughs> super smart, playing hurt, but still here, and New Year's loving wife uh, and co-host, Michelle. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Yes, Michelle is playing hurt today. She wrenched her back yesterday and has been laid up a little bit, but she sucked it up. Toughed it out, and she <laughs> is here to do this episode. So thank you very much. Ah, it's my pleasure. It's fun doing the episode with you. Yes, always fun to be I'll with you. I'll just be you. a little robotic, yes, a little if, droid-like if today. She, <laughs> if she's squirming a little bit or whatever, she's got an ice pack on back there and everything. So she's just kind of tolerating this, but uh, we're going to make our way through it. And that's just kind of the trooper that she oh, is, please. you know? Yeah. So Not a big uh, deal. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us today. We hope you had a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy mm-hmm. Holidays. We are recording this episode on Sunday, December 27th, 2020, heading to finally the end of 2020. Yes, yes. It's it's so close to have New Year's here and we're looking forward to celebrating and mm-hmm. looking forward to what's coming ahead. Yes, and we'll be talking a lot about that in today's episode. Uh, you can... We're happy that you found us here today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you'll get to sign up for the newsletter if you'd like. And there's actually going to be a little special something that is included this week for newsletter subscribers only. Ooh, I don't know what that is, but that sounds like more work for me. (laughs) But I'm I'm happy to do it just the same (laughs) for you, our newsletter subscribers. Yes, please sign up for our newsletter. It's just a way to kind of get more involved in the Hyperion Adventures Mm -hmm. podcast world. And we just uh, love all our, we love everybody, but we especially love our newsletter subscribers. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you. And uh, just as a reminder, we don't share that email address with anybody. We don't. We keep it just for ourselves. Just like we are keeping everything for ourselves for our Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame final ballot. Now we are giving, having a little giveaway uh, that's involved with that. So we are asking you for your name and the city you're from and your email. So if you want to enter, uh, we know where to contact you if you should win your prize. However, you don't need to do that to to do that final ballot. This will be the last week for the final ballot. Matter of fact, we're cutting it off on the very, at midnight on uh, January, January, December 31st (laughs) of 2020. So uh, you want to get those ballots in and then uh, coming up here in our next episode, we will announce our second annual class for our in our, our uh, Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. It's exciting and looking forward to it. Yeah. We actually have to cast our own votes. We haven't voted yet, so <laughs> we still need to do our own voting. So, um, Also, if you want to follow along with us, please uh, check us out on social media. We have a lot of fun with a lot of friends and family members and a lot of people in the Disney community on social media. And you can find us there on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We also do have a YouTube channel. You might want to check out some of these videos on YouTube. If you want to check us out there, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast hit subscribe and you know whenever we have a new video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our gmail account Podcast at gmail.com we do love hearing from you for those of you who do send us emails from time to time throughout the week it's a fun uh, thing to get and we just want to always let you know if there, you have any questions about any of the material we talk about or if there's a topic that you think you'd love to have us research we would enjoy doing that for you yes very much so we want we have we, we come up with plenty of ideas for uh, episodes, but we want to know what you want to listen to. So if there's something out there that you want us to hear us talk about or want to input, have your own input in as well, um, please hit us up through any of those ways that I've just discussed. Now, as for today's show, we have a lot of stuff for you this week, including another segment of the Walt Disney World Resort is getting set to reopen. We'll talk a little bit about that. And a classic Disneyland attraction got reimagined this week with a, there's... People, shocking, people on both (laughs) sides of it, surprising. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, looking forward to it. That was an interesting article (laughs) or interesting news item. Right, and we'll definitely discuss that. But let's get to our main topic of the week. So yes, with a wrapping up 2020, we thought we'd going to go through and, and all the things that kind of happened this year. But you know us, 
Um, you know, this has been an unprecedented, weird, strange, and at many times depressing year. Really? But we are, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you've heard. Um, but we're not that. We're not, we, we try to always stay positive. I mean, there's plenty of bad news out there. There's plenty of, uh, of stuff that you, if you want to look more on the downer side of things, you can find that. It doesn't take far to go to get right. that. So we always want to be that kind of oasis for you every week of positivity. And, um, you know, so we decided like, look, we're going to look back at 2020, but keep it positive. And when I was going through this, I was actually surprised. I mean, not, I mean, it, not that I didn't know that there were a lot of good things that happened for mm -hmm. Disney in uh, 2020, uh, but the list was lengthy and I'm not going to get to everything today because it's just no way the segment would go on forever. It's actually, there's been a lot of wonderful things that happened with Disney in 2020. Right. Not surprising. And it's hard to sometimes remember that because of all the other things yeah. that are happening in life. But uh, I know you, you shared that information with me, even though you didn't share information with me. <laughs> and so I'm very anxious to hear a lot of these wonderful things that have happened with yeah. the Disney company. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some things that are uh, some of the things that you'll remember that um, are some of your favorite things that maybe we don't list. And mm -hmm. we'll love to hear from you about those uh, later. But uh, here's what I came up with. And by the way, what we're going to do here is I'm going to just kind of run through this thing because there's a lot of stuff to go through. And at the end, we're, and look back at 2020. And then we're going to go to Michelle, mm -hmm. who's going to look ahead to 2021 and some of the many great things that we have uh, coming up Disney-wise yeah. in uh, 2021. So I'm gonna, Michelle, I'm just going to run through this. All right. you know? um, but if, you, if there's something you want to pause me on and comment on or anything, just give me the high sign <laughs> or right, whatever. All right, we'll do. And uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss any of these topics. But there's, like I said, there's so much to go through that I'm just going to kind of run through a lot of these things. So okay. and I'm going to go month by month starting in obviously January <laughs> when the world seemed pretty normal yes. you know back in 2020 and we kicked off the, the new year by announcing our inaugural class right. of the uh, Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame some of these are going to be you know um, most of these are going to be Disney there's going to be a few personal things for right. us in here as well I Makes hope you don't sense. mind with that so just kind of some highlights that we enjoyed as well so anyway that was we had a great time with that mm -hmm. and it's only expanded this year and we're looking forward to the second year year of that coming up here in our next episode. Right. I mean, it was phenomenal how much participation we had in the first one and the second one is really rallying as well. Yeah. So we appreciate that. Yes, we appreciate all you for uh, chiming in and helping us out with that. So moving on through January, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance opened at Galaxy's Edge within the Disneyland Resort on January 17th, placing this amazing attraction on both coasts. Right. As you may remember it in 2019 in December, it opened over at Walt Disney World Resort, right. Disney Hollywood Studios. I uh, opened up at Disneyland in January. January of that year. We still have not been, we've been in, in Walt Disney World. Right. We, because of everything that's happened this year, we have not been on the Disneyland know, one yet. So funny. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Uh, Disneyland also held its first ever Disneyland After Dark 80s night ticket event, which we attended right. and it was, it was rad. <laughs> it really was so cute. Very fun. Um, they're after after dark events are always mm -hmm. filled with a lot of surprises. And this one definitely held some very unique and fun activities and brought back some music and dancing and it yeah, was Videopolis. Right. And, um, I, remember I, I think my favorite thing was over kind of, they had the Tom Sawyer Island right. um, boats out there and there was a band playing eighties tunes, just kind of going <laughs> through the rivers of America, right. which was really fun. <laughs> That was cool. Yeah, it was like back and forth. And so that gave everybody along the waterway there a great view of what their performances were. Yeah, that was a good time. For yeah. Sure. So moving to February now. On February 3rd, Disney announced that it had reached a deal with our favorite person, well, at least my man crush, <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda, to release the smash Broadway hit Hamilton in American musical in theaters in October of 2021. We'll be revisiting that topic, trust me. <laughs> Really? But that was exciting news when that yes. happened, you know. And I remember thinking, 2021, wh why would it take <laughs> that long? And it's not like they're starting from scratch with a new movie, right. but it was funny. Yeah. Right now so. it's funny. Now it's funny. And we'll <laughs> talk about that as well. On February 8th, we took a trip to the Walt Disney uh, Studios in Burbank. Uh, this is a personal note for us, mm -hmm. where the D23, uh, you know, the fan club, held its 75th anniversary screening of the Three Caballeros. Right. Yeah. That was great fun. And, and the speakers were amazing. And, you know, as they always do, they make it just really much more special than going and watching a movie. Plus, you're right there on 
the studios uh, a lot, and it's right. it's a magical place. If you ever get a chance, if you're a D23 member or you decide to join up for D23 and get a chance to go to some of these screenings or the events they have there at the studios, right. it's amazing. Definitely take advantage of that. On February 21st, the seventh and final season of Star Wars, The Clone Wars debuted on Disney+. Plus, mm. And what a season that was. It yeah. was amazing start to finish, especially the last three episodes. Uh, crazy good. Right. Yeah, totally. It was it was actually very thrilling, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. Tied up in a, a very interesting storyline. It's sad. I mean, I, I teared up as I do. Really? <laughs> Shocking. End, so so uh, moving into March, we had a spectacular opening of what was, by all accounts, an amazing attraction as Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway begin operation at Disney's Hollywood Studios at the Walt Disney World right. Resort. We haven't been able to try it out for ourselves, but everybody who we've talked to about it says it's an amazing ride. Right. Exactly. And something we're looking forward to to on the west coast at some point yeah yeah and we're looking forward to our chance to go visit it out at the walt disney world resort soon um as we all know march was when things got crazy okay so, <laughs> uh but we actually got uh we began our very interesting westbound panama canal cruise yeah. in march when this was all going on uh, we flew to new orleans on march 4th spent a couple days there then we sailed on march 6th i'm not going to get into all the details of that cruise you should listen to that episode if you have just joined us uh, I know we've we've added some listeners uh, since that mm-hmm. sailing or since that episode and since that sailing. Uh, really, you should go back and listen to it because it's a very interesting uh, story of what happened to us on that sailing. Right. It's it's really interesting how the Disney Company handled mm-hmm. that, um, both from you know just a, a cruise entertainment perspective as well as a safety perspective mm-hmm. and yeah there's a lot of very interesting unique things about that cruise definitely so uh, go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already or if you want to go back and listen to it because it's really fascinating stuff so on the same day we sailed pixar's new feature film onward mm-hmm. debuted in theaters on March 6th, <laughs> uh, but with all the insanity happening, Disney opened it up for digital download on March 20th. They moved that up very right. quickly, and then they added it to Disney Plus on April 3rd, so you had that opportunity. We got to see it on that cruise sure. we were on, and then when we got back. Uh, Frozen 2 was released on Disney Plus way ahead of schedule. Mm. Uh, they did that on March 13th, you know, because of everything that was all the craziness that was going on. People were at home looking for content. Right. Hey, hashtag real men love frozen. (laughs) I, you know, what better content is than frozen too. On March 24th, Disney plus debuted in several countries throughout Europe, including the United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, Spain, Austria and Switzerland. So really opened it up for, for Disney plus in Europe. Yeah. So good. Yeah. In April, Disney announced, this is a good follow-up for that, uh, in April, Disney Plus announced that they hit 50 million subscribers at that point, quite a milestone for Disney Plus. That that was, you know, what they'd only been uh, available for like five months at that point since they debuted in November of 2019. On April 16th, ABC debuted the first of three Disney family sing-alongs, <laughs> which um, I, I think they've all been great and much needed and a bright spots during this time. Yeah. You know? I mean, some have been better. We love the holiday one. I thought right. the holiday one was the best of them, but we, mm-hmm. we enjoyed them all. Of course, that had uh, many celebrities singing from their homes or various areas across the country. Disney songs you know and love while encouraging everybody to join in as right. we all do anyway. Um, on April 17th, we released a video of us, and <laughs> speaking of singing along, our several of our Disney podcasting right. friends, where we all got together to sing, <laughs> uh, go the distance. Uh, if you haven't seen that video, I don't know if I recommend it, right. but uh, go <laughs> it check. Fun. It's on our YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, please bear with us. We're podcasters. We're not singers, although there were a few of the podcasters yeah. that did have pretty good voices, but it was all just in good nature to kind of just inspire people, give people a smile during a time that was pretty tough on many people. Right. And that was one of your first few times that you were really doing the video part right. portion too of you know what we are what we put out as a product so yeah so it was a lot of fun to put together it was a lot of fun to collaborate with all these Mm -hmm. friends we have uh, through the Disney podcasting community and uh, we had a great time with it again you know if you haven't seen it before and you go and watch it just 
note, we are not singers, <laughs> but it is fun. And I, we hope you got a, you get a chuckle and a smile out of it if you go back and check it exactly. out. So uh, moving to May, we had a big Star Wars day on May the 4th be with mm-hmm. you. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker was released on Disney+. Right. Plus. Also, Disney Gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian debuted on that streaming platform as what, well. What's it called? Ah, do I have to go through it again? Disney Gallery Star Wars The Mandalorian, (laughs) which was a great behind-the-scenes look of everything that happened in Season 1 of The Mandalorian, and uh, really enjoyed that, and it really provides a lot of depth to the series uh, as you go through it. Yeah, you can really appreciate much more of what the product that they produced after watching those those episodes of Mm -hmm. that, And, and it was fun going back and rewatching the, you know, The Mandalorian Season 1 after Yep, and then going back and watching the gallery again. And then, yeah, it's it's been a cycle for us. On uh, May 11th, Shanghai Disneyland reopened. Mm -hmm. So that was some great news that we started to see uh, some parks uh, beginning to reopen. Uh, The next day, on May 12th, we had a special episode where we spoke with former executive vice president of operations for the Walt Disney World Resort, Lee Cockrell. Mm -hmm. He came on with us. perfect timing and he had some brilliant things to say about how Disney World might go about reopening and he was um, he he was pretty prophetic as to uh, how it was going to go about happening. Right. I mean and he he shared he really did share a lot of uh, information with how the Disney company uh, one approaches issues and and some tragedies that they've had in the past how they actually drill for some of these things so that they are able to more promptly Mm -hmm. respond to situations Uh, but ultimately with the goal of keeping everybody not only actually safe but feeling safe yeah and then they go over and above to make sure that they feel that way because it's just what disney does so uh, it was really a great conversation if you haven't listened to it uh, go back and find it because it really was good even now it's still it still holds true yeah Mm -hmm. it's still good also on may 12th what have been maybe the most exciting story for me and for us (laughs) uh the year uh we talked about this a little bit earlier but this that disney announced that hamilton an american musical will be released much earlier than yeah. First said, uh, rather than October 2021, it was going to be in 2020 on July 3rd on Disney+. Plus. I know. So not only was it so much sooner released, but it was in a platform that we could actually appreciate it right away because theaters are were closed. <laughs> Our, were. Yeah. Um, but it, and I immediately got in contact with our good friends, Keenan and Rachel from right. part of our world podcast, <laughs> who are big Hamilton fans as well. And uh, we scheduled a couple of uh, shows between the two of us where we broke down Hamilton, both on our show and on their show, which yeah, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, also uh, on May 20th, Walt Disney World did start to reopen uh, as Disney Springs uh, opened. Mm-hmm. It began its phased reopening. It's you know it was a progressive thing. A few right. shops to begin with, and more than more than more. Mm-hmm. Now it's pretty much wide open at this point. Uh, in June, we celebrated our second anniversary as a podcast with some touching tributes with amazing friends that we've yes. gotten to know from doing this show, which is uh, one of the best things about doing this show. Right. It's been such a you know, and I know we've talked about this before. It's been such a wonderful experience. You know, for us to have this additional outlet to talk about Disney, uh, it's just been so incredibly phenomenal to get to know people with similar interests and um, having a great time Mm -hmm. with people that we would have never otherwise come in contact mm-hmm. with. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's probably the biggest thing about this. I mean, obviously, what, what we do this because we love talking Disney with mm-hmm. one another and we look forward to this, uh, this, this time every week, planning these out and then doing these shows together, right. you know. Um, but the biggest surprise was the friends that we've made uh, throughout this and they've, they've been amazing people and yes. we're so uh, blessed to have gotten to know you and, and all the rest of them yeah, out there. Yeah, getting so. to interact with yeah. people. And, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's awesome. It, yep, yeah, it's been a... a a wonderful benefit. On June 4th, the NBA announced that it would complete the 2019-2020 regular season and playoffs within the Walt Disney World mm-hmm. Resort beginning on July 9th. Of course, that was the uh, famous NBA bubble that worked right. pretty darn yes. well for it. They were able <laughs> to pull that off. So that was pretty good. Uh, the sports news continued on 
uh, June 10th, as Major League Soccer and Disney announced that their season will restart with a tournament at the Walt Disney World Resort that kicked off on July 8th. So, you know, Disney opened it up, say, look, you know, these sports uh, franchises, come on in. We've right, got yeah, some open space for right, them to do they, these things. Well, having the sports complex is really a great benefit, mm-hmm. not only for the company, uh, but for fans of sports. Mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Uh, also, Disney Plus made its debut in another country on June 11th as it started streaming on, on that day in Japan. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah. On June 18th, Hong Kong Disneyland began welcoming guests again. Mm-hmm. So that was good news. Of course, you know, many of these parks have been open for a while, closed for a while, open again, right. you know. But that was nice to see them be able to reopen over there. On June 25th, we found out that Disney would be a reimagining Splash Mountain with a new theme based on the fan favorite film the princess and the frog I know, such exciting news that was really so sweet to mm-hmm. to hear that announcement and know that there had already been some uh work on the concept art for it as well uh in progress so it's it's cool yeah it's really cool i'm looking forward to seeing more about that as they mm-hmm. as they really delve into it once they really kind of get into it and 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 start reimagining it right. i think it's going to be amazing so on june 26th into the unknown the making of frozen 2 debuted mm-hmm. on disney plus and this allowed me to make my disney plus <laughs> debut as well a few That's weeks right. later <laughs> That's why it made the list. But it was a great show. It's another great behind-the-scenes peek at how some of these films are made. And, I know. Uh, they, their transparency was pretty impressive. And just to see how, wow, it was incredible to see things that you'd just expect were already uh, packaged up nicely before moving along were not completed even just weeks before mm-hmm. the actual release of the film. So that was pretty amazing behind the scenes look. It, it was interesting to see all the stuff they had to go through to make sure a film like this is is put together mm-hmm. in a very good film. Right. Um, of course, you know me, hashtag real the front. In July, on July 1st, Tokyo Disneyland and Disney Tokyo Sea reopened. Mm-hmm. So that was great news. Uh, as promised on July 3rd, Hamilton and American Musical premiered on Disney Plus to rave reviews. We're still not tired of it. As a matter of fact, we were watching it last night right <laughs> that's true and um you liked how i did that that's true um but you know the other thing that we got to appreciate more when that was released is you know people young people would not have probably had the opportunity to see that type of performance um you know incorporating history along with you know more modern stylistic uh, portrayal And, you know, that really opened up for people all over the world to be able to appreciate this Mm -hmm. that they might not have otherwise. Yeah, people, I mean, the theater, you know how tough it is to get a ticket to Hamilton. Even the touring company, it's really tough to get a ticket to Hamilton. This opened it up to the world so Mm -hmm. they could all get it and get the best view possible of it. And it's it's brilliant. It still is brilliant. It'll always be brilliant to me. So Uh, moving on, a few days later, I did my cross-country journey to bring (laughs) our son Scott from Miami uh, in Florida, obviously, all the way out here to California. That was quite... Quite an interesting <laughs> four-day excursion uh, from uh, roads to hotels to, right. but, uh, and with a lot of Hamilton played on that trip, by the way. <laughs> uh, on July 9th, the downtown Disney district at the Disneyland Resort reopened, mm-hmm. so we got a little piece of Disneyland reopening, and unfortunately, we haven't seen much more out of that, right, but that right. was nice to see at least a little bit of it reopens. People here in Southern California being able to get a little bit of more Disney in their lives. Exactly, and actually to go into shops that had mm-hmm. Disney products rather than just everything online. Right, exactly. So uh, also that month, um, while Disney World Resort began, it's phased reopening mm-hmm. as well. Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Animal Kingdom uh, welcomed guests back on July 11th. And Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot reopened on July 15th. So that was great news for a lot of people to be able to get yeah. out there and get, you know, even as limited as it is at that point, I believe it was 25% capacity mm-hmm. and, you know, and still is not exactly uh, huge capacity right now, but at least it was, you know, a little bit of a bright spot right. for so many people to get to go back Uh, enjoy uh, that piece of Disney. Right. Touching the magic. Mm -hmm, For sure. Uh, On July 17th, uh, well, we did get to celebrate a little bit, sort of, of Disneyland's 65th (laughs) birthday. 
we wanted it. We thought we were going to get to celebrate it more, right. but we still, it's still 65 years old and Disneyland's going to be there eventually and we're going to be back yeah. at it for so soon. I forgot and, and skipped over on July 15th. Also, Disneyland Paris uh, resumed operations as well. On uh, July 30th, Pixar announced Luca, a new feature film that will be released on June 18th in 2021. Said it will be a coming-of-age adventure set in Italy that I'm excited about. Right. I think you are as well. Yes. On July 31st, we received some new Muppets content with <laughs> Muppets Now, which debuted on Disney+. Plus. Uh, moving to August, uh, speaking of new content, we saw a brand new movie from a beloved franchise of ours, which debuted on Disney+, Plus, and that is Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace Against the Universe, that uh, premiered on August 28th. I know yeah. Michelle has something to say about yeah. that. <laughs> well, it, it really, you know... It was a great movie to see them uh, very fluidly bring back the characters and in the storylines. And the more I watch it, the more I appreciate the messages that they're sharing with everybody and the importance now even more than ever of those messages. Right. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's a good film. It really is. It's really good. And if you're a Phineas and Ferb fan, and you'll enjoy it. But if you're a Phineas and Ferb fan, you've probably already seen it. So, uh, Moving on to September. On September 4th, the live-action version of Disney's Mulan debuted on Disney Plus with an extra $29.99 premiere access charge. But considering that the, you know people weren't able to get, for the most part, to theaters to right. go see it, um, it wasn't unreasonable to if you wanted to really see this film to pay that charge especially if you have like a family of four or five and that would what you might have been sure. paying more of than the theater anyway and it was a great way to introduce the concept of maybe having this for the future which mm -hmm. now we have learned is going to be more of an available option in the future of, mm -hmm. of being able to uh, simultaneously see some new releases at at home mm -hmm. and yes you'll pay a little more for that premium package on on those episodes or those movies but you know like you said if, if it's a family of four or you know what you would pay to go at a theater with tickets not to mention any food or snacks it's it's not a bad deal mm -hmm. and there are some benefits of being at home in the comfort of your home yeah we tend to be snobs so <laughs> we will go to theaters that kind of have the recliners <laughs> You may get a little more upscale food. Uh, so, I mean, not all the time, but we do right. enjoy going to a theater like that that's nearby here when we could go to theaters. And um, so, you know, that, that $30, I mean, we didn't we didn't pay for this film. We decided to wait on it, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm actually glad we did. Um, <laughs> but you know, we decided to wait on it. Um, but it wouldn't have been unheard of for us to pay $30 right. if we were to have gone out to the theaters for just the two of us. So exactly. um, it, it's totally uh, made sense in, in many ways. So uh, moving on to October, we return to a galaxy far, far away on October 30th when season two of The Mandalorian returned. And what a season it was. <laughs> uh, it was just great from the beginning. It, it zoomed through the entire season, just wrapped up a couple weeks ago. And wow, was it amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was great great you had season one with a lot of character development and now in the second season you really got to see more of uh the story evolving and it was spectacular it was it, was, it really it, was yeah there was no let up any episodes all season yeah. long. it was just go 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 and it was great so uh moving on to no november on november 12th disney plus celebrated its first birthday again happy birthday disney plus we don't know where we would be without you and we also don't know where the disney company would be without you right well, now true. so yeah. Uh, meanwhile, another little piece of the Disneyland Resort returned when Buena Vista Street within Disney California Adventure Park reopened for some dining and shopping options on November 19th. Mm -hmm. That was good to get a little piece of that again. Uh, moving on to uh, the month we're in right now in December. On December 10th, a ton of future film and television news came out of a Disney Investor Day. Right. We've discussed that just a couple of episodes. So much stuff. A uh, ton of stuff from Hulu, ESPN Plus, FX, Nat Geo, Disney, Lucasfilm, Pixar, and Marvel, including 10 new Star Wars series, 10 Marvel series, 15 Disney Pixar series, and 15 Disney Pixar 
features. It was an amazing day of, of listing of things to, right. to look forward to. And I'm, maybe Michelle will get to some of those anyway coming up here. Well, you know, I kind of thought you'd be capturing that in the announcements there. So I, I tried to scale back on duplicating things. Yeah. So I couldn't go go back a couple episodes if you want me to go through everything <laughs> right. that was, or that was not even thing. everything, many of the things that were talked about. I'm not going to do it here, but there was so much good news that came out of uh, Disney Investor Day. Exactly. So much exciting news. Yeah, yeah. So. Agreed. So, Finally, uh, December 25th, just a couple days ago, Pixar's new animated feature film, Soul, premiered on Disney+. Plus. And I don't know what Michelle thinks. <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> I loved it. I think we may be simpatico on yes, that. Yes, definitely. It was, it was fabulous. I mean, first of all, again, this was a film that was slated to be released in theater. So the quality of the product that they produced was amazing. And the story is phenomenal. There are a lot of great, unique aspects that they introduced us to and just loved it. Mm -hmm. Loved the story, loved the characters, the culture that they embraced. It was just really phenomenal. The music was so mm-hmm. good. Um, I thought the story was was fascinating. I, I wasn't, because we saw some stuff from it back mm-hmm. at the D23 Expo in 2019. And it, what didn't go exactly, I'm, no, we're not going to give any spoilers here. It didn't go exactly the way I thought it was going to go, but I love the direction they took with it. Right, yeah, exactly. So uh, really good. Highly recommended if you haven't seen it yet. Go check it out. It's a very, very, one, it's, it's one of, uh, Pixar's made so many great movies. It's one of their better films in my opinion. Right. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, also on December 25th, uh, season two season, uh, the Disney gallery, star Wars, the Mandalorian debuted. It's pretty much just one episode where they kind of recapped, um, you know, behind the scenes right. of the entire season two. And it was again, another great look inside the making of a, a, a series that we love. Yeah, definitely. And, and again, you know, when they, they share that information, you know, it's just so special to be able to get that, uh, behind the scenes look of things and getting to appreciate more details that that maybe you didn't capture as you were going through but but also like how they shared and I won't give details away but how the Mandalorian series really drew from the history of the mm-hmm. company of, of Lucasfilms and Star Wars um, you know reimagining or bringing in artwork that may have been you know, first considered for one film in the original trilogy mm-hmm. and now being brought, you know, onto the screen here from Mandalorian. It's just really fun to, to hear those things. Yeah, it's a great, um, again, check it out. It just provides that much more depth to it. What is a wonderful, amazing uh, series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, definitely check that out. So like I said, I, um, I, I could have gotten to a lot more, but I didn't want to take up this whole episode just going through. There were a ton of positive things that happened in 2020. As much as we've been, you know, mm-hmm. having to be mired in the negative for right. 2020, there were a ton of positive Disney things. I listed several of them mm-hmm. there, but there were a lot more that I didn't get to. So, um, but that's pretty much kind of my recap of what we saw in 2020 from Disney. Good job. I think you covered a lot of great highlights for sure. You know, I think, um, it, again, it shows that the Disney company responded to people's wants and needs during such a time of crisis. Um, You know, things that they've offered in addition to those things like on Disney Parks blog with some of the at-home activities, whether it would be, you know, cast members coming on and doing some performances, uh, showing things from, you know, uh, the Disney Cruise Line, some of the productions that go on there, and just crafts that people could do at home. They really did, you know, do so much to bring positivity to people's lives mm-hmm. through this time. The best they could, right. you know, considering how uh, tough this is, these last several months have been. But exactly. uh, you know, there have been some great things that uh, come out of Disney+. Plus. And I know there's some that um, things that I didn't bring up there. Mm-hmm. And what, what are your some of your highlights from Disney and from your own Disney life? Um, you know, the Disney <laughs> right. pieces in your life. If you want to um, share them with us, please hit us up on our Gmail account or on social media or whatever, and we'll share them on an upcoming show. But that's looking back at 2020. Uh, 
Now we're heading forward. We're <laughs> moving into 2021. Many people say, thank goodness. Um, but I'm excited to find out what Michelle has researched because you know she always does the best research <laughs> as to what the good things, the good Disney things that are coming up in 2021. Michelle, well, please let us you. know. All right. And as I mentioned, I didn't want to duplicate things that either you just brought up now with some of the announcements as well as uh, on our one of our prior episodes where we went into a lot of details. So this is a little bit scaled back in that it, it's talking about some of the things going on in, in parks, et cetera, in 2021. And I really did um, just focus on things that were actually uh, being released in 2021. There's still more things happening in mm-hmm. 2021. And some things, they're just not um, necessarily right now able to say it's definitely going to be opened in 2021. So I really focused just on the things we're pretty pretty darn sure okay. are going to be happening. Um, so starting it here on the West Coast with the Disneyland Resort at the Disney California Adventure Campus of, excuse me, Avengers Campus at the mm. Disney California Adventure Park. And the progress is still going on with the completion of the Web Slingers attraction. It's actually called Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. Ooh, I'm so um, excited. Yeah. Uh, at the Worldwide Engineer Brigade, a.k.a. Web, <laughs> uh, building that will house the new attraction. And as the story goes, um, Peter Parker has these helpful but somewhat buggy um, <laughs> spider bots that go into a replication mode and go a little bit out of control and take over uh, the Avengers campus. And so guests get to board these web slinger vehicles and help Spider-Man at kind of like trapping these um, spider bots to keep from total chaos taking over and regain control of the campus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you know, there are no age or height limitations in this ride. It will be a dark ride that will, you know, have some loud sounds to it as they report. It very much looks like the kind of, of attraction as the um, Toy Story Midway Mania, which is really good because that is really a popular attraction that it's really tough to get on when that you know when you are at the park so it's kind of nice to have another option that's very family friendly right in this regard yeah and you can have your fun family uh you know competitions going through it see right. who gets the most of these little spider bots and everything and it's it, i i love those attractions they're gonna i'm sure it's gonna be a blast right and similarly that's going on uh, at disneyland paris as well mm-hmm. um because they are having the plans to have the the Marvel campuses at various mm-hmm. parks that can actually have storylines that interrelate. Yeah. So. And, all, and ones that can actually um, have Marvel in their parks. Unfortunately, while Disney world at this point can't, uh, you know, there's right. too many rules against them over there. Some contract deals that they've made in the past, but uh, good that Disneyland and Disneyland Paris that were in, in some of the uh, Asian parks have right. some Marvel stuff as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, So also opening, since we're talking about Disneyland Paris, is uh, actually not opening, reimagining the Disney's Hotel New York. Mm -hmm. It's going to be marvelous. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reimagining of that hotel uh, is actually going to make it be called the Disney's Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel. And it's going to house... It's going to be the first hotel dedicated exclusively or entirely for celebration of Marvel and the artistry of Marvel. It's going to be the largest collection of Marvel art in in a location. Um, And it it really makes sense that it's embracing New York as that that's where they're connecting it with, because as we've seen in whether it's Marvel comics or movies, New York is very much very central, a, a yeah. central a hub to the storyline. So it, it makes sense um, connecting that genre with that hotel. So, um, you know, really giving it that immersive feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a Marvel fan, this is the, the place mm-hmm. for you to be. Um, we saw some uh, artwork for it, uh, some conceptual art for right. it at, at D23 Expo last in 2019. And it, it looked, we wanted to go. Exactly. It looked great. It looked like that place we want to visit for sure. So uh, some of the things that they've shared with some of the, the restaurants and lounges is um, they will have the Manhattan restaurant, um, which will evoke the land of Asgar, um, you know, great ceiling, ceiling 
um, type artwork that mm-hmm. you'll be able to see as well. Uh, they'll have a downtown restaurant where guests will be immersed in uh, again, the most Marvel per square meter uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> and topping it off, literally, uh, will be the Sleek Skyliner Bar. Uh, and that will present panoramic views of New York City and the legendary Avengers Tower. Wonderful. I know. Sounds great. It, is, it uh, does. We have, a, we have some thoughts that uh, sometime in the next couple of years, we're going to be making a trip back to Europe and uh, Disneyland Paris is right. a key part of that. Yes. So especially once they get all this uh, new stuff opened out there that we'll be excited to check out. So, right. Uh, and we're excited because, I, and I know we've mentioned this on a past episode, you know, when we went to Disneyland Paris, uh, especially in the resorts, going in and visiting the different resorts and, and, you know, having a bite to eat or a drink at some of their lounges. The feel of those resorts just didn't really provide the same level of Disney mm-hmm. that that you would see, you know, here in the United States. And it's great to see that the company has really decided to make the switch and really bring in the Disney culture to those resorts. Yeah. Well, at that time, when we visited, the two times that we visited, um, Disney was just a partner in it. They didn't completely run the place. Right. So it had that, you know, Disney touch, but it didn't have the complete Disney feel. Uh, mm-hmm. Since then, they have purchased out all the shares. They now run it mm-hmm. and they put in a billion dollars into right. uh, some of the, you know, revamping and, and reimagining uh, that. And I'm, we're excited to check it out since, uh, since, you know, all the changes since we have last been there. Yeah, it'll be cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so continuing on with Disneyland Paris, they are also going to have their Disney Junior Dream Factory opening up and that kids and their parents will be invited to experience what they call an immersive musical show. Uh, and it'll incorporate not only um, some of the newer characters that you might think of like Vampirina and um, Timon, but they're also going to incorporate some of the classics like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Nice. So, yeah. Fun. Yeah. So, um, and finally there, they are upping the game with the uh, Pixar cars attraction mm-hmm. where they're going to be having there. It does not sound at all like the one that's here at California no, adventure park. Completely different. Yeah. Right. So that's cool. Um, and, but guests will be taken on a road trip and get to see, you know, some of the characters from it. And, um, they actually even feature a Dynaco, uh, tanker truck right. there. So, it's the, tr- if you remember the backstage lot tour from right. Disney's Hollywood <laughs> Studios, well, they had that also at the, the Walt Disney Studios in uh, Disneyland Paris as well. Um, it's basically that same tanker truck that right. you know, catches fire <laughs> or whatever, but they put Dynaco to yeah. it. It'll be interesting to see how they've you know, used it and just kind of repurposed it, right. and, you know, and reimagined it. So exactly. That'd be fun, yeah. yeah. So a little different, but that's exciting. Yeah. So coming back here to the United States, East Coast, Walt Disney World uh, will has announced that they will have some new features in 2021. And the first one is obviously the the Remy Ratatouille Adventure mm-hmm. at Epcot. Uh, not too long ago, they actually put up the new marquee for that. So it, it is coming. It's really sound, uh, sounding like they're doing great progress on that. Um it's it is a another one of the trackless attractions mm-hmm. which you know we're seeing disney company use that more and more and it really is producing a higher level of entertainment mm-hmm. than than what you see uh in some of the more traditional attractions not that they're bad we love mm-hmm. we love them still but it is it does give them an ability to do some different techniques that you wouldn't otherwise be able to experience mm-hmm. um this is uh, a 3d kind of um exciting ride where you're actually kind of shrunken down to the size of a mouse. And it's similar to the movie where Remy is on the, you know, running through the kitchen and on the cart and things like that, how he's perceiving the the world of the kitchen and the restaurant is you're allowed to have that same type of experience. And they've had this attraction at Disneyland Paris. We got to experience Mm -hmm. it. It's really, it's a fun, fun uh, attraction. Especially if you enjoy that movie. Right. 
right yes it, it does put you right into that movie exactly that is true that is true so um you know that's fun uh the other really exciting news then coming that, that is still saying opening in 2021 is star wars galactic star cruiser we have our bank account <laughs> building up so we can drain it just for that uh so you can like with all the things that are coming out, you can feel the progress happening in a galaxy far, far away um, in this new type of hotel experience. You know, they, they have been very successful at cruises, as we've talked about in the past and many times, um, and having that family cruise experience. Uh, and this is taking the learnings that they've had to that and putting it here in a, in a whole more, much more immersive, unique experience, obviously. Um, you know, you, you will, unlike other hotels, you will board as a group with the, everybody mm -hmm. boarding in at the same time. Um, but you'll get to experience the same kind of things you would think of in the in the sense of a cruise that you you know you have your cabin, um, you go to dining that is you know very immersive of that and the entertainment and activities will definitely draw into the to the Star Wars um, theme and if you're a fan this is going to be an amazing experience. It is two day only but you know we've taken a two day cruise mm -hmm. on the Disney cruise and, and you know you do get to have a couple you know dinners you have several meals and you know show and entertainment uh, here they actually um, are having the passengers of this cruise actually get to go to Batu and a very exclusive experience there um, that would be unlike what you would if you were just going to the Disney Hollywood Studios. It's from everything we've seen about it, because we saw a lot of peaks at it at the D23 Expo mm -hmm. in 2019 and uh, the, the fun that you're going to get to experience it. Yes, you're going to be completely immersed for that. Um, it's it's two nights, you know, so you're going to you'll be in there for a portion of one day, uh, a full day that which will probably be mm -hmm. your day that you go to Batu, right. And then, you know, the next morning or whatever, when you would depart. Early checkout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, but it's it sounds like it's going to be so amazing you're going to get to go and visit the bridge and you know hey you know something might just happen when you're on the bridge you know <laughs> right uh, also there's lightsaber training um, know. you know that's going to be involved with that as well it just sounds unbelievable and it just seems like my childhood dreams come to life right, you know exactly. of, uh, you know batu was already that black spire outpost mm -hmm. star wars galaxy's edge getting to walk into that land and, you know, be immersed in Star right. Wars is already that. Getting to spend like two full days just completely there. Right. Um, I, I just can't, I, I, I just can't get over it. I'm so excited for when that happens and we have to, we have to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least once, yeah. You know, and and I think, um, you know, we'll hear more and more about it as, as it uh, gets closer to being available. Uh, but some things to keep in mind is just as on a cruise ship, you're room is not giant no. and so it is an efficient use of space that you'll be able to experience um, but I think that's also with the charm of you know a star cruiser right you wouldn't expect that it's going to have these giant luxurious rooms for everybody I think they're going to have a couple of rooms that are a bit bigger you know right. for obviously a lot more money <laughs> right. um, but yeah mostly you're going to be intimate but it's only just a couple nights and then you can move on and either what whether that's your entire vacation mm -hmm. or you mm -hmm. decide to go stay somewhere else at the Walt Disney World Resort or even off property and you can kind of arrange for things differently it's just two nights right. there you know, exactly. So. You know, and it, and it makes sense to do it that way. I mean, again, um, talk about being very immersive. So you really, you know, anytime you're looking out windows or anything, you're going to be in that in that world of Star Wars in the galaxy. You will, you know, it will be very different than, you know, even on a cruise ship. I know some people feel on a cruise ship, oh, I'm, you know, I'm at sea and will I feel claustrophobic or whatever. Um, this is you know, very much going to be a, a more unique experience in that regards. Yeah. And we will be doing it. I mean, we, we've committed <laughs> yeah. that we are going to, I mean, unless it's like, you know, we have to sell our house to do it. <laughs> Maybe no, even no. then. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, we are going, we've committed that we will make this one time splurge right. to, to exactly. get to do it at least once you exactly. know, in our life. 
you know, and you know, so the other thing at, at Walt Disney World, and I really won't get into details, but you know, as they're approaching for the 50th anniversary, which is really exciting, um, you know, just the sprucing up of things that are going on, the, the more, uh, of the expansion or, or reimagination of Epcot. We're hearing more and more, you know, about things that have happened with that and are in progress with that. And so I think it will be a very exciting year that, you know, going to the parks, even throughout the year, you're going to be able to experience different things. And I think that's really wonderful that uh, the magic just continues to grow. We uh, got a little peek of that uh, this week when mm-hmm. they uh, really showcased the reopening of the the opening area of right. Epcot, heading into Spaceship Earth with the new uh, fountain there right. and everything. And it's gorgeous. It looks yeah. beautiful. And everybody who's even been there has said it's 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 wonderful. It's spectacular. Right. It's, exactly. it's such an improvement over where it was. And I'm um, looking forward to getting to experience that for ourselves coming up here in, Definitely. in a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, that is a look of, you know, what's definitely coming ahead in 2021. As I mentioned at the beginning, there may be other things that haven't officially been announced as being actually ready to open in 2021. But uh, even if we just have this, it's fabulous. Yep, those are all great things. And I'm sure there'll be plenty more things that will be announced, things that, you know, are possibly going to open that will be confirmed as we move closer to and on through the year and um, as things get better around us. Exactly. So all things to look forward to. So thank you, Michelle. Michelle's research, always the best (laughs) research. Thank you. So we'd love to know uh, what you think. Again, uh, what were your Disney highlights in whether it be actual Disney stuff or Mm -hmm. Disney in your life in 2020? And what are you looking forward to in 2021? Um, Please share it with us and we will um, share it with everybody else on an upcoming show. So once again, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, It's so good that we're getting through 2020, you know, whatever this year you want to look back and and think of this year, how we will in the future. It's going to be very interesting to see, you know, five, 10 years down the road, what we think of 2020 and everything that we went through during this year. But it's, it's good to see there were bright spots that maybe kind of got lost in the shuffle a Mm -hmm. little bit in 2020 in that there's so much greatness to come in 2021. Right. And as much as there's been so much hardship too, even just with people that some of the brightest stories have come Mm -hmm. out of how people have rallied for each other of hope and and charity and just there has been good news out there it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle sometimes speaking of good news let's get to our disney stories of the week and we have a couple for you this week and we'll start with uh we discussed a lot of things that reopened over the past year well we now know another portion of the walt disney world resort uh will be reopening this from the disney parks blog they say the wait is finally over cast members will begin returning soon to prepare Disney's Blizzard Beach (laughs) for its scheduled reopening on March 7th of 2021. So that's great news for those of you who love to go have a water park as part of your uh, Walt Disney World vacation. Right. And it's exciting. Some of the things that they've announced with that as well. Actually, I almost put that in my story. Very good. You may have some stuff because I don't think I had that much on it here as far as what uh, was a part of that. But, uh, you know, well, you know, and some of it was just the history of it, having a water park that, you know, has the theming of, you know, a snow blizzard, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and that it was one of the, I think, the first ski lift ever in Florida. <laughs> so cute Amazing. little things like that, right. you know. Um, but just, you know, uh, the lazy river, uh-huh. the, the, you know, the fun different types of um, water slides that they have available, the, the food, everything, the great theming, the the cocktails look great yeah. so it's I've actually exciting. never I've never been to any of the Walt Disney World water parks I have not I'm I'm just not a water park person in general and we so we just don't take up our time to go there usually but I know you, right you right. visited um yeah early on um but there's been so much expansion mm-hmm. that it's it's night and day different mm-hmm. so kind of cool. cool yeah but yeah so uh blizzard beach has been open since april 1st of 1995 mm-hmm. so this will uh the spring will kick off its 25th season right. so that's good uh as far as uh for people who have tickets or you're looking uh current tickets that include a park hopper plus option or the water park and sport option 
can be modified, canceled, or used with the amenities currently open at Walt Disney World. Unused, uh, unexpired water park tickets can be extended uh, through December 31st of 2021 by calling customer service uh, before the park, uh, before that park opens on uh, March 7th. Uh, and then Disney will resume selling water park annual passes and one day water park admission at a later date. They didn't say what that date mm-hmm. is, but I'm sure as we're getting closer to that, it's going to be just like, you know, the parks are now. It's going to be limited capacity right, out right. there. So just be prepared for that. Uh, moving on to the West Coast, even though the parks aren't open here, there are things still happening within mm-hmm. Disneyland here on the West Coast. As a matter of fact, a classic Disneyland attraction has been reimagined. We got a virtual peek at it right. this week. Yeah. Uh, this again from the Disney Parks blog. Snow White's Scary Adventures has been undergoing a magical reimagination, and they're excited to share that Disneyland Parks' only ride-through princess attraction has been reimagined and renamed as Snow White's Enchanted Wish. Yay! Yeah, I think that's... I, I, I actually like it personally that they've done that um, because... Uh, look, I mean, it, it was a fine, dark ride attraction. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. It was good, right. you know? Um, but, you know, scary in the name, I think... It was never one of those attractions, unless it was really, really busy, right. that you couldn't just walk right, right on to. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think it kind of just the scary in the title drove some kids away, right. some of the little kids, which is pretty much what you want in Fantasyland. Is made for pretty much the little ones right, more right. than anything else, and so I just think it kind of drove things away. But now this is. You know, a bit of revamped. It's more em- embracing. It's more inviting. You know, to to bring the little right. ones in. It's an enchanting wish, not a scary adventure. Right. You know? Exactly. So. No, it still tells the story, uh-huh. and um, like you said, it it was a an attraction that really wasn't as popular anymore. And it, you know, you want to be able to go and have more and more experiences as, at the parks that they can have and offer. And that's great that they've actually made some improvements here. Yeah. I mean, I had nothing. I had no problems with uh, Snow White. Scary Mm-hmm. adventure we rode on it a lot you right. know we still enjoyed it a lot and i would have had no problem if they kept it that way but i understood why right. they changed it. and i don't I, I don't blame them i think it's probably a good idea so here's what they did with it uh they say while disneyland park has been closed while disney imagineering has been putting the finishing touches on this cherished attraction they've updated this classic uh with the new magic inside and out using state-of-the-art audio and visio tech visual technology <laughs> I, I got the audio part Right, the visual <laughs> always have troubles with that, uh, including new music, LED uh, black lighting, laser projections, and a new animation system. They say you will delight in new appearances of beloved characters, including Snow White cheerfully dancing and twirling with the seven dwarfs in the cozy cottage. You may even notice the scent of Doc's handiwork, Ooh. a baking apple pie wafting through the air before nice. heading off to work. We go. Uh, they say vibrant new shadow projections bring to life the dwarfs as they um, march happily off to work uh, and singing, of course, hi-ho. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most uh, dazzling scene is the mine, which sparkles with shimmering lighting effects and glittering jewels all around. From what um, the video showed that they added, they they, they put, put a YouTube video mm-hmm. with the story. And it looks like they took a lot of, you know, the slowed down scene that you, when, when the, the train and the uh, mine trains, mm-hmm. the, uh, the Seven Dwarfs mine train kind of slows down. You go through the mine. A lot of what you see in there, they've kind of added uh, to this attraction Ooh. there on the West Coast. So West Coasters are going to get to, you know, obviously it's not the sort of thrill ride that right. uh, you know, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is. It's a slow, dark ride, right. but you still get a little of that glimpse and that right. feeling of Snow White that you get from that attraction. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's a lot of fun. And I think it's going to be great. And I'm... Well, we look. We can't wait to see everything at Disneyland <laughs> Resort again. But I'm I'm excited to check that out once it uh, reopens for sure. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you with a guy out giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, no matter where it is. Walt Disney World Resort. Once the Disneyland Resort reopens, hey, maybe even Disneyland Paris, Disney Cruise Line, and we always start with Michelle one because she's wonderful, awesome. <laughs> She is the belle of the New Year's ball. Oh, man. But she also has the very best tip. So let's get right to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Well, thank you, sweetie. So, you know, uh, when it comes to Disney, there's always ways to experience the magic. And one of them that you can do with your kids, kids, (laughs) maybe adults, is you can actually get uh, an autographed postcard from them 
if you send them a letter. And so it usually takes a couple weeks um, to get the response back. But if you are a subscriber to our newsletter, you will get the address there of where to send your child's letter to, you know, their favorite character and then be able to receive back an autographed postcard. That's really cool. I yeah. didn't know that. That's really cool. That is, that's a great tip. I had no <laughs> idea that could happen. I'm going to start on it. I know, Olaf. right? <laughs> Sven. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What is you know. Sven's autograph? What is Sven's autograph like? Yeah, I don't know. You know, and and just keep in mind, uh, especially as things are going, and you know, if there are a lot of people uh, not able to, you know, get to the characters with the postcard to get signed, you know, you might have something more generic in the sense of from the Fab Five or from various princesses, but you just never know. Um, th- those characters are busy and the people <laughs> trying to help lives. them. Yeah. yeah. And the people trying to hunt them down sometimes might get a little uh, exhausted from chasing down some of these characters. But just know that your your child, you know, that's a great thing that they can have the fun doing, that they can write a, a personalized letter and get something back. For sure. That's really email. cool. That's a great tip. That, Michelle's tips. <laughs> <laughs> Always the best tip, and that is a fantastic one. I Thank love that. You. I, I love that tip. So. Thank you. Very nice. Uh, for my tip this week, well, it's not really even a tip at all. It's going to be uh, more of a thank you. Um, we're ending a year that has been unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and we've we've said this in weeks past, but I think we need to say it again because of uh, what everybody's gone through this year. I, I, I want to thank a lot of people, and, and starting with those that are on the front lines of mm-hmm. uh, fighting what's going on out there, the medical professionals, mm-hmm. including Michelle uh-huh. here, um, uh, who are out there every day dealing with this thing in so many different uh, ways, and you know, we're going through spikes right now, mm-hmm. and um, you deserve so many thanks and so much appreciation we we can't say it enough but also not not only that um the the people who are like the delivery drivers you know especially as we're getting through the holiday season we're all getting our packages in various different ways maybe we're not meeting with family and bringing them with you we're getting a lot of things delivered Mm -hmm. but even when we weren't doing this uh, the people have been bringing us goods and services all year long whether it be of course you know different parcels from uh the the post office or you know the ups fedex all those different ones uh the food that we get yeah, delivered to us right. many times. Toilet paper. Yes. <laughs> Toilet paper. Um, thank you for all that you do to get, make sure that we can, you know, stay vibrant and, and make it through right. when we're staying at home so often and not getting out as much. Those that do have to go to work, like the grocery workers, mm-hmm. you know, that have had been there friends day one dealing with this thing and have to fight through this in different right. ways. Um, you know, all the people that are out there in the uh, different restaurants and food service community, thank you so much right. for all you've done. Uh, through this nine months or so or whatever it has been um, and and continues to be. It's not over yet. Uh, Thank you for everything you've done. And, And, you know, also, you know, let's, Let's talk about the Disney cast members, mm-hmm. you know, who have gone through their own turmoils this right. year and still uh, th- those that have been able to hold on to their jobs to this point uh, still go out there with a smile on, you know, on their face, under their masks, right. s- still brightening our day, providing the magic day in and day That's out. So true. Um, thank you all as well. And I guess if there's one little tip I am going to put here, it's like. You know, early on when this thing started going on, there was a lot of appreciation for all these people we mentioned before, especially the medical workers. And I think that that's dipped a little bit more recently. And um, and Michelle can speak to this herself. I don't think she will, but she could. (laughs) That it hasn't been as much appreciation as there used to be. Let's all remember these people and that they fought so hard and worked so hard through this period. And I know it's trying and we know we're all on edge for this, but just remember that they're out there trying to help you. And so be kind to them, Um, you know, listen to what they're telling you and, and, and just remember them and thank them. Uh, that's the most important thing. I guess that's my little tip. Yeah. I'll, I'll, what a great, great segment there, sweetie. I totally agree with you. I, I couldn't say it any better. Uh, I think that that part about thanking people, like I said, the grocery store stalker, you know, are the, like you said, the delivery person who's, you know, going out there and bringing packages to every home and everything. And it, it, I know they're they're working much harder than ever before, not only just because there's so many more deliveries, plus the holiday deliveries, um, but there are a lot of people struggling with having COVID and haven't been 
able to go to work. And mm-hmm. so the other people are having to really, you know, put in some additional effort. So everybody out there, um, it's really been amazing. And you're right. It's, it's time to say thank you to these people. Yeah. Again, I wanted to bring out the bright spots of 2020, yeah. uh, the work of these people and uh, everything they've done for us to help us get through these troubling times. Um, those are some of the brightest bright spots right. that we've had in 2020. So thank you again very much. So that's it for this week. Next week, well, as we already discussed, uh, it's time. We are into 2021. The first week of 2021 is our uh, induction into our Disney Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. So we will be inducting a new class this year. If you haven't voted yet on the final ballot, you still have some days to do it, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, of course. <laughs> you have until the the end of December 31st, midnight on December 31st, to get those votes midnight in. Midnight East Coast or West Coast? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say West Coast. Okay. Uh, so 3 a.m. East Coast on January 1st would be fine. But uh, try and get it in before that. So, <laughs> just so there's no you know question on that. Uh, and plus I need to, oh, sorry, oh. Baymax. Baymax fell there. Um, so, uh, but get those votes in. Make sure that your, your favorite characters, your favorite films, your favorite uh, attractions, your favorite songs mm-hmm. um, all make it into the Hall of Fame. And again, you can enter in for the prize package and give us your name and give us your email address. Or you don't have to do that. Right. Uh, we just want your vote, man. But um, we appreciate you helping us so much. And we will be announcing that class next week. Yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be fun and a lot of great memories of things with uh, where all these great classic characters and movies have, you know, taken us in throughout our lives. Yeah, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. It's always mm-hmm. a fun episode. So uh, looking forward to, to finding out who the, our new inductees will be. It'll right. Be, it'll be a lot. It'll be really good. So uh, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter. And if you do that this week, you'll actually get the address of how to exchange a, a correspondence with a Disney character. Yes. And if you get that autograph from Sven, please uh, take a picture of it. I want to know what Sven's autograph looks like. I can, I'm excited. I don't know if you can, but if you yeah, get one, right. I want to know what it looks like. So yes, uh, please sign up, subscribe to the newsletter. Again, it's mostly just being a part of the Hyperion Adventures world that much more, being in the know. And right. we really like that. Um, we also, you can be more in the Hyperion Adventures world by following us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We have a YouTube channel where we mostly show you just videos of these episodes, but we embellish them with pictures right. and some things. I'm sure there'll be a lot of stuff from the things that we discussed this week exactly. uh, that will pop up there on this week's episode. And if you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and then you'll know whenever you have a new video. And if you ever want to comment on anything or just contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. And for those of you who have already corresponded with us, we always appreciate it. And we invite all of you to, again, let us know how things are going. uh, And if there's a topic you'd like us to cover, or if you have questions about something that we shared. And the other thing that we really appreciate is reviews. And if, but most importantly, if you just tell a friend about our podcast. Yeah, that's the easiest way. Just tell your friends. But if you give us a review, um, was it a five star review? Uh, We will (laughs) share it on the show. I mean, Mostly we want to know how we're doing, but um, you know, if you give us a review, it really helps in so many ways, and we will be happy to share it on the show. But mostly, you know, we're, we're, again, we're wrapping up 2020 here. Um, we, Michelle, I know speaks, I'm speaking for her here. We want to thank you, yes. the listeners, the friends, the family members, the Hyperion Adventures, for following along with us this year. And some of you joined us, you know, midway through this year, but we appreciate you so very much. Thank you always for contributing, uh, for being a part, or even if you never contribute, if you just listen and enjoy. Um, thank you very much. Right. So, uh, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next year, <laughs> next week. Right. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a happy new year. Yay.